This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. I'm totally going to make an executive decision. I'm going to shorten that 30-second clock to like seven seconds. For people that are listening, we go live every Friday, and there's a 30-second clock. Like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be exciting in 30 seconds. But it's like, oh, God, the 30 seconds takes forever. So I'm shaving that bad boy down, I think. (laughs) It always feels like it goes faster to me, though. Really? I don't don't know. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Because I'm ready, and then I hear it's like, I see it go up. And I'm like, oh, I just have one more thing to do. And all of a sudden the music starts. I'm like, ah, yeah. okay. See, I'm sitting here watching it and then watching anything and expect waiting for it to get Water done boiling. takes forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, Psychic Andy. Hello. How's What's it going, guys? Up? Doing well. We're glad to see you and that you returned from your trip. I survived. I survived just barely. You didn't get eaten by Sasquatch. <clears throat> no, it don't taste good enough, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. It was so weird. We had beef jerky necklaces that we were wearing and everything. I don't know. You need to uh, maybe eat spicier foods. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, perhaps. Yeah. I'm not sure. So tell us about your trip. What Last time we saw you, you were prepping. Yeah, we, uh, me and my, my two buddies, uh, Matt and Craig, we recently got back from Yellow River State Forest, uh, which is up in northeastern Iowa. It's, it's actually right along the Mississippi River that borders Wisconsin beautiful if you guys have never been there mm-hmm. you get up there and it almost feels like the smoky mountains or mm-hmm. or the black hills like it does not feel like iowa <clears> at <throat> all cool. but the reason we went there is because uh years ago one of the episodes of finding bigfoot on animal planet was filmed in yellow river state forest because they've had a lot of bigfoot activity so we went up there we got a cabin near harper's ferry and we spent uh, three days just kind of hiking through the woods seeing what we could find mm-hmm. and we we uh didn't come across any other hikers like we were just out there all alone like it's the off season whoa and it was beautiful and uh sounds like the beginning of a horror movie honestly. it was yeah <laughs> well it, it was and uh, we came across something that was truly horrific now keep in mind we're city slickers like we don't we're, we're not armed we, we're not hunters otherwise we're not known out. as sitting ducks <laughs> <laughs> yes there's, there's video or there's images from that movie that just popped in my head so city slickers that movie yeah Oh, oh yeah, yeah. With with oh god, it's hilarious. Billy right? Crystal, mm-hmm. yeah, one of my favorite movies. No, but we're basically like a fun size Snicker bar, you know, for a Sasquatch. Out there. But we we were hiking in this remote area, and it was there was a controlled burn going on. So we were looking up this hillside, this this cliff, this bluff, if you will, and it's like the ground is kind of smoldering and smoking. You see logs that are kind of like burning. It was really eerie, and there was Ooh. smoke and you know all around. So we get this wild, we see a cave on the top of this bluff and we decide, Hey, we're going to, we're going to get off the main trail. We're going to hike up to the cave, (laughs) but it's a 45 degree incline up there. So we like, we're on our hands and knees, like crawling through the soot and ash. Jeez. And and we, we get to the top of this cave or Craig did my friend Craig's a maniac. He's like a little spider monkey crawling around. (laughs) He gets up there and he hollers down. He's like, I found a hair. And I'm thinking, oh, cool. You know, because the day before he had found hair inside of scat. And we later found out it was raccoon poop. 
So I was like, okay, he's digging in poop again. You know, well, there you go, Craig. Craig's digging you know, in poop. Not all glamorous like we thought. <laughs> right? No, no, it's not. <laughs> Finding Bigfoot makes it look all glamorous. No, you got to sift through scat on the ground. <laughs> so I said, oh, well, oh, cool. You know, found a hair. He comes down the mountain and he, he had collected it and put it in like a little uh, Ziploc bag or something. It was like a toupee. It was like it was like an actual uh, it was like a huge chunk of hair. And wow. it was black and it was kind of uh, almost shimmery looking. Uh. Yeah, it's like a Bigfoot's toupee. Um, but I don't know what else it could be because I don't know if there's bear in the area. Um, I don't know what else could have produced this large chunk of hair, but we have it. We're going to actually send, we're trying to find like a lab to get it DNA tested. I love this. Hello. Hi. We went, we were out hiking. Craig and, found and hair. We're looking for Sasquatch <laughs> and we found. And all of a sudden, dial tone. Hello? Hello? They don't even Hello? do dial tones anymore. Yeah, That's I know. sad. Yeah. Is it just silence? Well, you don't even get the satisfaction of the dial tone. So, like, <laughs> is it, does it, like, the back of the hair look like, is it skin? Like, like a scalped? No, it doesn't look like anybody was scalped, but it, it does look like hair. Now, Craig, he's really rational. He's like, well, it, it almost looks synthetic. He was with you. Yeah, yeah. He's really yeah. rational. Well. Was, you guys are hunting. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like how would synthetic synthetic hair get up there, though? Dude, it was in it was in like a cave crawl space. Like nobody's up there. Like no, like, I mean it was big enough like a creature could have fit up there. Right, but uh, it wasn't a massive something cave. Drug something up there. Yeah, I mean it could have been like something a mountain lion killed. We're not sure. There did are. You, this is going to sound weird. But did it, did the hair look like it had been there a while? Did you smell it? Like what? Did, yeah, what? no, we were joking with Craig. What are you going to be like? Taste it, right? Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Put it, your finger to the wind. I, I don't know, man. That's it, freaky. It, do you have yeah. a picture of it? Yeah, we do. We do actually. I could send it send to you it, guys. Send it over to Pat right now. Okay, if you've got yeah. one, and just send it over, and he'll see if he can put it up here. Yeah, like, actually, if Craig is listening, Craig might be listening. Craig, if you're listening, buddy, find that photo and and send it to the show right now. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't the weirdest part. We we kept going uh, in the same area, and we actually found we need we didn't need to hike up that 45 degree, uh, ashy incline because had we, had we kept following the trail, it actually like spiraled all the way up to the top <laughs> of this mountain area. So we, so we go the, the normal way and we make it almost all the way to the top and we come across this, um, oh my God, I, yeah, I could send you this picture. It was like this a uh, big sack of blood and pus. It was like about the size of a beach ball. And it's what? just sitting there in the middle of the trail. And there's like another pool of blood next to it. And it's like bright red blood like mixed fresh. with um, here. I could actually hold it up. Yeah. Hold it up. If you can or send it over. Either way, text it to Pat. Okay. We can do that. Yeah. Too. yeah. Sometimes I mean, it's hard to get it close, get it in focus on the, on the camera. While you're doing that, I just want to say some good mornings real quick and get everybody in that I can. Um, Nikki and Samantha and Denise, cousin Julie, good morning. Uh, Laura, Cindy says great entertainment, fun conversation. Laura pointed out the bear, bear toupee uh, and Nikki gave us a good ew. Kathy, good morning. Natalie, good morning. This is awesome, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Loved hearing from you. This is great. Yeah, you're, you're getting in on the, on the uh, recap of the Sasquatch hunt. So <clears throat> I'm just going to sit back and listen. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're hiking on the trail. We come across this bloody crime scene and we're like, what, what the hell? Cause there was nobody in that area. We hadn't seen any other hikers. There's no people anywhere. And uh, so cr naturally Craig, God, we're such like 10 year old boys when we get out there in the woods. So what does Craig do? He grabs a stick. He's like, I'm going to poke it. 
And this thing was was like uh, swollen out, and it had like I, it, it had like air bubbles, like a pizza crust. And I was like, dude, if you poke that thing, it's gonna pop. It's gonna like mm-hmm. it's gonna juice us all, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, anyway, it looked like guts. It looked like intestines and entrails of something. But like, what kind of animal? Did like, it look like I mean, literally like like it was a stomach? Yeah, it, did. It? it looked like a stomach. Um, and so Gross. we're freaked out, you know, because we're out there. We, don't, we yeah. don't know what else is out there. And it just felt eerie. You got the smoke was all around because of the controlled burn. And it looked like fog, like in the oh, thick yeah. trees. And so we uh, and there was hair around that as well. There was some white hair tufts and we collected those samples as well. But uh, we left the carcass and we think after a little bit of research, we think it was actually um, the innards of a deer. We did a little research and oh, apparently, like yeah, if a hunter had field dressed a deer, you know, kind yeah, of cut it out, yeah, yeah. but we couldn't figure out why in the middle of a hiking trail, like this was, you know, technically public land. Kind of rude. Um, kind of rude. Yeah. I don't know. It was uh, eerie, but you know, we're not hunters, so we don't know, but that's our, that's our best guess as maybe it was the remains after a hunter had I shot a deer. That. Somebody who's kind of a rude, sloppy hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Which there aren't very many of them, I have to say, because that's not really acceptable. Yeah. Um, that's what it reminds me of the time I found that weave in the ba- Baker's parking lot. Found a weave at the Baker's <laughs> <laughs> parking lot. That's what that I did. I, I did. I, it was like did laying there. I'm it? like, what? Did you taste it? Did I, you- I smelled it. No, I didn't. Um, it, but yeah, it was. I, 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 it wasn't even around Halloween. I just walk in. There's just like this hair. Like, is it somebody's like three extensions? Like, I don't know what happened, but. Um, Somebody got into a fight. They must have. (laughs) I remember. No, I I remember being in high school and there was some, you know, it was it was Omaha North. I went to high school at Omaha North and there would be sometimes. I can't believe that. I can't believe fights in the hallway (laughs) and people would rip each other's weaves out. Girls like they'd rip their own weave out and start whipping people Mm -hmm. with it. It We see the videos every once in a while. And it's like and and it, it kind of softens the effect of the video when all of a sudden you realize that somebody's extensions are just laying in the middle of the street you know it's like oh oh no you know you're just like wait a minute but it, it was really serious because they were seriously fighting but ow <laughs> i'm gonna offer my professional intuitive advice and say it's usually not uh don't don't pull your weaves out people yeah right yeah, oh that's kind of a weave. power flex though if you're uh, you rip your hair out you're like whoa <laughs> if you're gonna fight that person you take off like a superhero yeah maybe that's what bigfoot did bigfoot just he did a like an intimidation he just ripped off his toupee in the cave <laughs> did a flex like he needs to do that right like he needs to do that so so what's next on your agenda you, you didn't find sasquatch nope didn't find that we tried man we tried our best we set up a trail cam we had umpteen acres of forest right in the backyard of our cabin we we set up a trail cam we we put some apples up there in the high branches, uh, hoping uh, we'd lure in a Bigfoot. And all we got on the trail cam was a raccoon, a cat, a possum, and some deer. But, we, you know, whatever. Yeah. We tried. We tried. Thought, well, you were in a high traffic area. That's yeah. good. So now it was fun, but we made it home safely. And now, you know, detach from the from the monster quest and mm-hmm. uh, totally switching gears. Because uh, tonight in Omaha, I'm doing a live event, a lecture uh, called An Angel for Every Occasion. So it's uh, teaching people how to better communicate with your guardian angels, your spirit guides. Uh, I'll be sharing uh, true angelic miracle stories. So, yeah, it should be fun. Highly interactive. And you can grab a ticket on my website right now. Oh, absolutely do this. because I And I was going to say, I need to come see you again because I forgot their names. Oh, of your guardian angels? See, I Jill. Bad. I feel bad why. saying, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. 
it, it's almost like when you're out in public and you meet somebody and you know that you know them but you can't remember their name and they're like hey pal hey you hey how you doing <laughs> I, I know yeah so um yeah i need yeah. to revisit that because i can't i can't remember and yeah. i'm like feel bad we so, can set that up. No worries. Okay. And, and also uh, another big announcement, uh, speaking of psychic stuff, just the other day, I made a big announcement uh, for the first time in several years. I'm once again making uh, private medium sessions available. Uh, so if anybody wants to connect with deceased loved ones and, and get that validation and that closure, uh, that's now an option. We're, we're kind of doing a lottery system, though. Uh, because the the demand for this is really high, I I, I don't have uh, the ability to read that many people. So uh, yeah, so it's kind of a lottery system. If anyone's interested, call the office, put your name in the hat, and then once a week, we'll or, or a couple times a week, we'll draw a couple names at random, and those people can do a uh, a medium session for the price li listed on my website. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for you. I'm good to go That's with the picture in the video too. It took a minute yeah. to convert some stuff, but we're ready to go. So, what everyone, you want to show the picture first, Annie? You could talk about this. The blood is it the blood picture? Is it the yeah, hand? viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Trigger okay. warning. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. We came across. I mean, and again, we're kind of city boys. We're like, what in the hell is this? You know, yeah. is it an alien cocoon? Is something going to hatch <laughs> from it? Um, but that blood I, was like super red, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I think okay, you can take that down. Um, I think I think that <laughs> because it's it's kind of neat, you know what I mean? It's not like everywhere, right? That leads more to that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, because it seems something that's more intentional, not like, uh, and well, not saying that getting attacked and eaten wasn't intentional, but <laughs> it just there seems wasn't a, a fight. Control. Like there wasn't a battle going on. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Here's, here's the video. Um, Andy, let's grab this guy. Here we go. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if there's any language used in it. I don't think there is. Oh, Andy. Oh, ee, ee. okay. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Hold on. We're trying. Oh, it's, I can't, I got, it's not the right file size or file time. What file type. So is it too big, too big of a file? No, it's just a different, it's a, this, our platform doesn't like certain file types like dot MOV files. So I'll, oh, gotcha. Anna, dang it. I have to convert. Yeah. Tech, techie repost. problems, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> we'll take your word for it. There's yeah. probably cussing in it anyway, so we didn't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> right, We're not that but, kind of show. Yeah, right, Andy. We're not nope, didn't see any Bigfoots, didn't see any aliens. Uh, we'll keep looking. Uh, There's a know. question in the chat here. Somebody said, did you see the footage of a possible Bigfoot sighting from a camera that's in the bald eagle nest? And I know, do you know what, what I think I, I think I Samantha? heard about that. I, I think I heard about that or something. Um, yeah. Like there was something that was caught in the background of an Eagle nest cam or something. Um, yeah. If you, if you have that, know where that is, Samantha, or have the link, can you just put it in the chat and we'll take a look um, and be sure to look at that. But I hadn't heard of that. So, and I know uh, if I can, if I can find the photo, my buddy Craig, uh, and this is recent too. He sent me a, um, a picture of somebody who caught a uh, somebody caught a trail cam picture of it looks like a, a a primate or like an ape or Bigfoot hand that was like trying to dis like dismount a trail cam. It was like and it caught it and it, it kind of looks like this and it, it yeah. very much looks like a primate, Ew, like creepy. a large primate. Um, so yeah, wow. it's it's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't know what it is exactly, but it look it looks like it could be a Bigfoot hand. If I could uh, see if I can find that Super here, creepy. yeah. No, that'd be great. I just was a couple more. Uh, Tammy, good morning to you. And Tara. Uh, Kathy throwing in a green throw-up face 
or a green sick face for the picture. Yeah. Sorry about uh, that. <laughs> which I appreciate also. That's where I was. Take the picture down. We're good at that. Um, <laughs> Crystal says good morning as well. Great to see you guys. Thanks for jumping in. Um, so yeah, so that sounds good. Now the, the medium sessions, mm. if you haven't done that, just highly endorse, highly endorse. It does freak me out. And there, she just dropped that in there, Pat. You want to try that? It's a TikTok. Um, I, don't I don't think I can. Can you do grab it. those? I'd have to go. I can't play it on this. I won't be able to play it. I can it. grab it. I'm going to try and grab it. I still won't be able um, to upload it though. Like you could send it to me, but I couldn't, I can't, won't be able to play it. Unfortunately. You have to, I can try you have to convert it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe so it depends. It depends. I'll, right, I'll try to grab on. it. You know, tech stuff is harder than people think. And do you guys ever watch a movie? Like I will all watch like a Disney Pixar movie and you see the list of credits at the end. And it's like, you know, 3000 people who helped make this movie. And I'm like, how does how does a project that big come together? Because even something as simple as I texted you a video and we can't get it uploaded. Yeah. How do you have like 3000 people all working digitally on like the same thing and not have issues with file sizes and conversions? Maybe because they know what they're doing. <laughs> like, Because like, I mean, I right? the, my my tech, like I've got some things on one computer and I'll email. I have to email some things from one computer to the other. And they're literally right next to each other. And I'm sure there's an easier way to do this. But drag like, and drop or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I do. Because it's like, that's right here, but mm -hmm. it has to go to Mars and then come back. Ooh, speaking of Mars, yeah. Mars retrograding, maybe that's the problem with all this stuff going on. Oh, you want to, I'm going to real quick say, I'm just looking at that TikTok video. That's creepy. That's really good. Well, if we can't play it, we'll put it the link to it in the, uh, in the, in the description or whatever. It'll be in the description. It's also, it's in the chat. I guess if that'll show up also on Facebook. Right. Okay. Oh, that's on. Uh, we're yep. not, we're oh, not. yeah. True. It's it's on the Facebook. So at, on the Facebook, God. Um, but anyway, yeah. Scroll down and look for Samantha, <laughs> and she puts that link in there if y'all want to check that out. I didn't know so, that Mars retrograded. Does every planet retrograde, Andy? You know, I think every. I I don't. I'm not an expert on the retrograde stuff, but I am gonna. I'm, I have an Etsy shop that's gonna come out soon, and I'm. I, I already created a T-shirt design, and it's this guy in outer space, and he's juggling all the planets, and it says, "Is something in retrograde?" Because it seems well, like yeah. something's all. Like, people right. blame it for everything. Mercury's in retrograde. This is in retrograde. And, you know, anyone who's, you know, hippy dippy, metaphysical, spiritual. Yeah, they do. They claim it throws off the, the collective energy of the world. And, uh, you know, people blame electronical issues on it. People blame uh, mood swings on it. And then you throw in the recent, uh, you know, the lunar eclipse, the, the was it the blood moon, blood super moon. moon. That we didn't get to see because of the stupid clouds. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. What's up with that? We're um, like, it's, it, it's, we're totally at the mercy of mother nature. It's, it's weird. We have all these fancy gadgets, all these telescopes that can like see craters on the moon. And then like, Oh, it's overcast. I guess we'll just go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I know I got but, up, I got up, I got up earlier than I normally do to see it. And I was like, Oh man, it's yeah. cloudy. Um, there's something else to, to bring up. Um, I know that, and, and Cindy, good morning, and, and Sandy. You guys, that's just great to see everybody. Um, this is Veterans Day 1111. 1111 also, and, and we're going to talk about that here in just a second as well, because there's a lot of stuff going on for Veterans Day, which is uh, probably on a lot of people's minds more so than, than many years. Um, but uh, 1111 itself is pretty powerful. Is it, is it like, like and, and what I see is growth and opportunities, 1111. 22. 
Like if somebody's a numerologist, I'm thinking that they've got, right? This is like Christmas morning if you're a numerologist, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, and, and it kind of escaped my mind until you brought that up, Jill. Ten months ago today, uh, my latest book, The Sky Diaries, came out because uh, it came out on January 11th. Anybody who's watching, there's my book right there. Um, mm -hmm. It's my memoir, my life story, past life story filled with angels and miracles. Uh, but yeah, 10 months ago, um, January 11th, but here we are in 11, 11, 22. And there's like this synchronicity. There's like this like balance. And yeah. I think it's interesting because a lot of people from all walks of life, you know, people who are super in tune with intuition and people who are just mildly curious, it seems like everybody finds, uh, it takes an interest in numerical things, angel numbers, uh, a lot of people around the world yeah. uh, kind of get giddy when they look at the clock and they see that it's 222 or 444 and everybody yeah. wants to know, what does it mean? As you get it, out there on the interwebs, it, there's a million explanations because right. everyone has a different opinion on what these numbers mean. Like interpreting dreams oh, kind yeah. of along that line. Um, something I just found, <clears throat> excuse me, I've talked a lot in the last two days and my voice is not happy with me. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it says 1111 taking place during the eclipse portal, door shutting and opening at a rapid pace rather than resist the change, enter the flow, adjust to new ways of existing. Interesting. It's all coming together beautifully. Hmm. Yeah. So sometimes change is very disruptive and you feel anxious, but you don't know why. And that might be kind of part of that. You know, but 1111, you're right. It is kind of a I don't know. There's kind of a, a quiet calm to it. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's, I intentionally scheduled my angels class tonight because it's 1111, you know, and there's just something, there's something to those numbers, you know, it's almost pure, it's crisp, it's, it's balanced, it's sync, it's synchronicity, you know, but speaking of portals, have you guys heard, I've heard from several people now, granted, I run with some pretty weird people, but <laughs> we, we look for Bigfoot toupees in the woods. Um, <laughs> That's not weird. There's there's allegedly portals in the north part of Omaha, like out by uh, Ponca Hills. Have you guys heard this? No, I haven't heard about the portals. Yeah, I know hmm. people. They go out there looking for portals. They, they claim to know where they're at. It's it, all sorts of weird stuff. Like happens. stargates? Like, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like alien. Uh, the people see aliens out there. People see, claim to feel like, you know, leftover Native American energy. Uh, people claim they're oh, okay. extra psychic, extra sensitive. Um, I've yet to accompany these people on one of these portal expeditions. But, uh, you know, but it, it makes you it makes you think. You know, because uh, you, you go out into that area and it is pretty woodsy. It's pretty forested. It's really beautiful, but it does have a it's weird magical feeling. Almost. It's magical yeah. almost. It's got a, <clears throat> and that, and I have heard that, that there are things that happen in that area. And I do know people that live up in that area and the ones that live up there absolutely love it. I mean, it's like, they're not coming down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to stay on the hill. They're coming down the mountain. they they like it's my hill. I'm king of the mountain. Uh, <laughs> but you, you got Hummel Park out there, which is super, you know, haunted. A lot of a lot of energy and beautiful, but kind yeah. of a weird energy to it. Interesting. Couple more comments here. Uh, Crystal loved the book. She said she got mad gooseies throughout the whole thing. Thank you. Uh, and Matt just jumped in. Said that Andy guy is pretty handsome. God, that's Matt. That's Matt from the Bigfoot expedition. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> This is as good as my lighting can possibly make me. This is the best <laughs> I will ever look. It's all downhill from here. I promise you. 
<laughs> but we did mention real quick, uh, not not meaning to to gloss over in any way, shape, or form, that it is Veterans Day. And the differences between, we were kind of talking about this before we jumped on today, the difference between Veterans Day, Memorial Day, Armed Forces Day, uh, July 4th, you know, and, and the difference. And, and some people take it very, very seriously. Others are just glad to have people uh, remember it and commemorate it. But there is a difference. And we looked it up so we could be accurate. Armed Forces Day, that's in May. And that's for those who are serving. Memorial Day in May honor those who died while serving and veterans day honoring those who served. And that was the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. World war one came to an end in 1918 and that was armistice day. And then in 1954, they switched it over to veterans day. And so we honor all veterans on this day. So that's what it is. So, so happy Veterans Day, everybody. To all of the veterans, thank yes. you for your service. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and and yes. people, I mean, gosh, we, we miss our, you know, deceased loved ones every day of the year, you know. I think especially, obviously, more so during uh, during the holidays. You know, you have Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, you know, um, and, and again, honoring people who have served in the military. But I think just in general, you know, people are missing their loved ones even more during the holidays. You know, That's a good point when you think about the 11-11 significance and on and that was i found out also that was chosen specifically on, and intentionally because it would make it easier for people to remember yeah. 11 11 11 you know it was 11th day 11th hour 11th year or 11th yeah. month right um but um with the mass what do you call that when everybody's thinking the mass same consciousness? thing consciousness yeah it could be yeah, yeah. I, I don't i don't i can't Maybe yeah, that's that's right. I, I'd call it like collective consciousness or collective mass conscious. Yeah, would be intense today. Yeah, um, because of so many people thinking about those who served or or died while serving or are serving. Um, so, pretty magical day. Yeah, definitely. Well, and you know what's interesting? Speaking of number synchronicities and and military, have you guys heard? And I I'm gonna butcher some of the intricate details, but I covered this oh, yeah. on my So Strange podcast. Have you guys heard, this is a true story. I think it was World War I uh, began because over in Europe, one of the political big shots was assassinated inside of inside of a vehicle. I think Ferdinand uh, something. Um, oh, hold on. Yeah, you can do your do your magic with the Google right? JT. But That's what's it. interesting, that triggered that triggered the start of World War One. The license Franz plate, Ferdinand, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. That's 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 it. Yeah. So he was assassinated. Hit the license plate of that car. Um, some people think as it was a prophecy to when the war would end because the license plate predicted the exact day that World War One ended, uh, like Ooh. the month, the day, the year. Huh. Right. Yeah. It wow, was the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. I'm looking here. Hold on, just a second. Let me find this up yeah. uh, or pull this up. Um, because they they signed the documents that ended the world war. Here it is. The is there anything with a license plate synchronicity? I'm just pulling that up right now. Yeah, there is. It says A111118 mm -hmm. is the license plate. A111118. That's super weird. 18, and that was the day that they signed the yep. armistice papers 11th in the 11th hour. So at 11 o'clock on November 11th, 
the guns went silent is yep. how the saying goes. 1918. Um, yep. So yeah, it's, it's weird. Like why, how, how would the license plate of, of the car that he was assassinated in predict the end? Wow. Of the I'd never heard that before. That's yeah. talk about goosies. That's weird. Almost like it was some weird part of fate or destiny or mm -hmm. history that was like inevitably just going to happen. You Armistice know? State. Crazy. On the day he was murdered for the plate. That is interesting. The, the prince was shot. This says June 1914 in Sarajevo. And that's what triggered, triggered the world war. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. But speaking of prophecies and predictions about global world events, I'm going on record and I'm going to make a really bold worldwide. Even prediction. before January 1st? You're, yep. you're, okay. All right. I'm throwing it out there. The World Cup. We're talking soccer here. The World <laughs> Cup is every four years and it's not a sports prediction. It's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, anybody who knows me knows I am a fanatic about soccer. You have uh, a probably. soccer tattoo. I do. I have a soccer tattoo. It was my first love. I watch more soccer than I do even Bigfoot shows, believe it or not. But um, but the World Cup starting like the Olympics, it's once every four years. And uh, during, over the course of a month, they play roughly, I think it's 63 games. But each game has like a worldwide TV audience comparable to the Super Bowl. So if you could imagine 60 wow. some Super Bowls in one month worldwide. Um, and this this year, it's taken place in Qatar in the Middle East for the first wow. time ever. Wow. But here's the deal. My prediction is that over the course of the World Cup, which runs from November 20th to December 18th, I think there's going to be a spike in UFO sightings worldwide. Why? Why do you say I, that? Because I there has been a lot of people who theorize that there's some sort of a connection between the emotional state on planet Earth and when UFO sightings arise. I mean, it's no coincidence that the Roswell crash happened, the famous Roswell alien That's UFO true. crash. It happened right around the same time that we mastered uh, the atomic bomb. Um, you have other cases of uh, during wartime, people see uh, more UFOs actually right over in uh, Ukraine. And, yeah. and Russia, right over in that area, people are seeing a lot of UFOs during World War II, you know, obviously heightened emotions and people were seeing Foo Fighters, these balls of light that were outmaneuvering all the aircraft that us or Japan had or the Germans. And uh, I don't know, I, I think there's something to that. And I know it's just it's just a game, at least here in the United States, but to people in Every other country in the world, soccer is so much more than a game. It is life. They live yeah. and breathe it. And during that month, everyone's going to be a heightened state. There's going to be tears of yeah. joy, tears of sadness if your team wins or loses. I'm wow. telling look to the skies. People are going to be seeing more UFOs. There's going to be a, a, a peak. There's going to be a spike that month. So this is fascinating because I didn't know there was such a thing as a Foo Fighter. Yeah. It's where the band uh, got their name, actually. That's what I figured, but I'm, I didn't know there was a thing. I didn't, I didn't know. Foo, Foo Fighter, it says here, was used by Allied aircraft pilots in World War II to describe UFOs or mysterious aerial phenomenon in the skies during both of those theaters of operations. Hmm. Wow. So a Foo Fighter was d initially described a type of UFO. And they couldn't catch these things. I mean, they would they would disengage from battle to try to chase. These things were going thousands of miles an hour. They had no wings. They were almost translucent, but they were about as big as an airplane. And they were like these glowing balls of light and they couldn't catch these things. So they think aliens were like monitoring us like what y'all fighting for. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you kind of have to wonder. I mean, it would make sense that if they saw a major disruption happening. 
that yeah. they'd start showing up. I mean, you see UFOs during uh, volcanic eruptions. Uh, you see uh, there's more UFO sightings during natural disasters, national tragedies. Um, you know, there's just a, a, a peak in paranormal activity in general. I mean, even during 9-11, there mm-hmm. were hundreds of people who claimed to see angels and spiritual beings around the Twin Towers. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah keep your eyes to the sky from uh, November 20th to December 18th, people. I love it. Laura just said, why, can, why are we not using Foo Fighter instead of UFO? It'd be... People get too confused now because of the band. Well, yeah. now I know what Foo Fighters are. Now I'm just like, now this, the band doesn't make sense. <laughs> now they're the trying to see their UFOs. What? <laughs> well, now they're UAPs, right? Like they even changed the term UFO. It's a, a unidentified yeah. aerial phenomena, which aerial I don't, that, that doesn't roll off the tongue very easily. No, it doesn't. No. I like oh, Foo no. Fighter personally. Okay. <laughs> Andy, you brought a lot to the table today. I just got to say you, a lot, a lot of interesting things learned uh, a lot. So Craig said we can't use it because people would confuse it with food fighters. So yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just stick with UFO. Cause I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. So there, the, the show is right. a little bit of a paranormal ADD. We got messages from heaven. We got Bigfoot. We got UFOs. I think we covered all the bases. Portals. We got the World War One. We got Veterans Day. Forest hair, scat, all that stuff. Yeah. All yeah. covered. All covered. In a slick 30 minutes. So, Boom. So Andy, we're, oh, you, people can sign up for in-person or in readings, personal readings mm-hmm. with you on your website, right? Yeah, if you're looking for a mediumship session or just a regular session to explore your past lives and whatnot, to schedule a psychic reading, uh, check out my website. It's andymyersonline.com. And that's also where you can snag a ticket to my live event tonight in Omaha, which is called An Angel for Every Occasion. Andy, we got to get you um, out at Hale Varsity Club in uh, Heard Out Live for a live event out there. That'd be great, man. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, Let's it's, do it's, that. A, it's a cool space and amazing food, and it'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Is there food Hello. fights? There Foo can fights. be. Well, hopefully there'll be foo fights. We'll throw okay. corn fr- we'll, we'll throw the the corn nuggets at each other. <laughs> I, uh, trying to catch them because I don't want to let those things hit the floor too good. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, a, thanks a bunch, Andy. Really appreciate your time. Thank this you. is awesome. Have a great night tonight too. See you, bud. And thank you guys for watching. If you watched, fantastic. Yeah. If you're just listening, every Friday we're on Facebook Live, Twitter, and also on uh, YouTube. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend. Media Production.